Um, so today is the, the 14th day of, uh, of Shabbat. So today's, today, we, we begin reading this week. We started reading last night, Pashat Yitro. Yitro, the, the, I guess the, the crux of Yitro relates to the, the Ten Commandments, the Aserah HaDibrot. And we know that B'nai Israel tell Hashem, whatever you say, we're going to do. And we see the famous line we're going to see next week, the week after, is the B'nai Israel say, Naseh Venishma. Whatever Hashem, whatever you say, we're going to do, but really we're going to do before you say. So the, 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 the goal here always is this aspect of action. And I think this action is really what, what binds the three parshiot from Bo Beshalach and, uh, and Yitro, the whole idea of the Exodus. And I think with my father, today's his yard site, my father, I don't know how he was able to accomplish all the things he accomplished in his life. I don't even understand when I try to fathom, you know, the thousands and thousands of kids that were able to go to school that would never have got into a yeshiva if he, if he didn't have a yeshiva that was operating at basically $3,000 a year tuition. And thousands and thousands of kids now are, are parents raising kids only because of that. There were thousands of senior citizens that he had the seizing citizens' houses and they all lived in. He had the most meals on wheels in the city of New York that he arranged to deliver every single day. Not only that, he had the kolel, he had the, the, the yeshiva college to train the rabbis, the mikveh, the, the handicap, everything he did, he was able to be involved in making it happen. It wasn't just something people talked about. And we still can't figure out how all these things ran at the same time with one person really pushing a lot of the buttons. And, and it's something that, that we, should, we should realize how much we're really capable of when we think we're not. But this idea of Nasem and Ishmael, I said Friday night, we said that what happened that B'nai Israel were able to be attacked by, right before we come into the Ten Commandments, we have the attack of Amalek. And we say that Amalek attacked B'nai Israel at a place called Refidim. And why were they able to attack B'nai Israel at Refidim? Now we learned that, that B'nai Israel were complaining, that's what some of the Mephashim bring, but the Orach Hayim says no. The Orachim says the reason why B'nai Israel were able to be attacked by, by Amalek was because they let down their study of Torah. And we have there two words, Rifu Yedehem. They weakened their hands. We bring, they weakened their hands because they stopped learning Torah. And it's interesting, we have in the whole battle of Amalek that Moshe is raising his hands, his hands are weak, and they have to help his hands up with the rocks and hold his hands. But the question is, what does what learning Torah have to do with a weakness of hands? How do the hands relate to the Torah, learning Torah? I always remember I had a teacher in fourth grade, Rabbi Steinberg. And Rabbi Steinberg tells us, boys, boys, you have to know, from here you learn that the only way to learn Torah is when you use your hands. And if you don't use your hands, you're never going to learn the Torah. But really, what, what is going on? We learn in Pekah Avot, it tells us that, Lo HaMidrash Ikad, Ela HaMaaseh. The learning is not crucial, but more important is the action. See, everything that we learn 
really is in order to be able to do. There are a lot of Jews that call, we call them cardiac Jews. I remember Mayer would like to talk about cardiac Jews, the rabbi would mention. What's cardiac Jews? Jews who want to be Jews in their heart. They want to be good Jews in their heart, but when it comes to action, when it comes to doing, yeah, leave that to somebody else. But the essence of being a Jew is really the act of doing. You know, we have this whole, this whole period of time is, is really the idea of an exodus from Mitzrayim. And I remember that, that Rabbi Isaac Farhi, when I was with him in, in Florida a few years back, we were talking about it and he said, you know what's something interesting? He said, if you look at the word Mitzrayim, you look at the word Mitzrayim, it begins with a mem, it ends with a mem. The first mem in Mitzrayim is machshava, thought. The last mem in Mitzrayim is what? Ma'aseh, action. What's in between? The yetzer. What is the inclination trying to stop you from doing? I have a great thought to do something wonderful. But the yetzer is going to say, oh, it's a good thought, but leave it for someone else to do. The idea is to be able to connect the first mem, the machshava, with the ma'aseh. With the action. And this is the idea of Naseh Nishma. And if we go back to the week before, we read about the mitzvah of, at the very end of the parashah Bo, we read about the mitzvah of Tefillin. And we know that the Tefillin, we have the Tefillin Shel Yad and the Tefillin Shel Rosh. One represents action, Naaseh. One represents Nishma. We know when the soldiers were coming to war, the Kohen would say, whoever's afraid, don't come. The rabbi say, what do you mean who's afraid? What is he afraid of? He's afraid he made a sin. Which sin is he afraid that he made? Exactly like Baruch says. He spoke between Tefillin Shel Yad and Tefillin Shel Rosh. What does that mean? He disconnected. He disconnected the action and the thought. The idea of Jews is, of course, we learn. We have to learn. The Midrash is important. But what is the most important is taking the things that we learn and turning them into, into action. Yeah, Robert. So explain again, how does the, why is the Tefillin Shaliyah action? Ah, because the hand... But the, the Tevilin Shel Yad, forget that, it's the Yad represents the doing, while the, mo, the brain represents the thought. So, is it, is it, it's not related to the parashiyot inside. Because you would think is that the, the, brain, the, the, what, the Shel Rosh is more important than the Shel Yad. So the, the Machshava is where everything is sourced in. The Machshava, the thought. <laughs> but you could have the best thoughts. You could learn as much as you could learn. So how come we don't put on Tefillin and Shel Rosh first? Ah, because what do we say at Har Sinai? Naaseh uh, v'nishma. Uh-huh. The idea is, it's the Ikar is the action. Of course we have to have to understand what to do in order to do it. But at Har Sinai we said, no matter what Hashem, Naaseh. We could see really, we said that, that when, when uh, Nachshon ben Aminadab, Moshe is praying. And Hashem tells Moshe, what are you praying for? Stop praying. Go. Who goes? Nachshon ben Aminadab. Where does he go? Betoch hayam beyabasha. 
Later on, we see beyabasha betochayam. Why betochayam beyabasha? Because we say he went into the water, and only then did the water split. It sometimes takes action even when it makes no sense. Even when it makes no sense, we have to go ahead and do the action in order to be able to accomplish. And look at the reward of Nachshon ben Aminadab. His children become what? Kings. David HaMelech, the Mashiach, Shlomo HaMelech. All of them are from this action. My father, one thing just to finish. My father would say a lot of times, you know, we would wonder. He would get into a deal. I remember when they got into a deal for, for one of the projects to do. And they needed to sign the contract and they absolutely had no source of the money, no source to get a mortgage, no source for anything. But they signed the contract with the deposit. And I remember questioning him at the time and I said, how could you do that? And he said, but my uncle and, 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 and Nuri and my uncle Dave, this was the way they did it. If Hashem presents you with an opportunity on behalf of the kahal, go for it, and then let Hashem figure out the rest. And I remember that what happened was, they had to delay the the, the closing once, because they didn't have financing. Delayed it a second time, no financing. By the time the third time, they had the financing, they were able to close the deal. They had absolutely no idea how they were going to close this deal, but they knew the community needed this to happen. And sometimes you have to jump into the water, and really, I give him a ton of credit because personally, you, personally, I, I remember being critical of it at the time and saying, how could you do this? How could you do this? Because ye of little faith, that's me. But my father had tremendous, tremendous faith. And my father, based on how he learned from his father and his uncles and his grandfather, they say, you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to go ahead and do it. And then what's going to happen? Hashem is going to make us successful. So I think the key, Naaseh Nishma, is this idea that if we have an opportunity in front of us for the Kahal, if we have something in front of us for Kedushah, we have to be willing to jump in and do it. The essence is the action. We can't disconnect the Machshava from the Maaseh. We can't disconnect the Tefillin Shalyad from the Tefillin Shalosh. We have to connect them and make everything happen. Bezerat Hashem will do that. And also we will be Naaseh and We have to learn to be able to do those things. How old do you think?